George Washington, Genghis Khan, King Henry, Queen Catherine, oh, 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 famous gingers taking over the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Whole Lot of Ginger with your host, Kylan Silva. Okay, I have a lot of fun stuff today. I have a lot of fun stuff today. First of all, I have one submission for a BFFR, which we will get to. I'm very excited about. Never before listened by me or anyone else. So it will be my real honest reaction and recommendation for whatever this person wants to rant about. And the star of the show today, I was thinking I would start off by covering the history of redheads and just a lot of fun and not fun people who were redheads throughout history. Now, let me tell you, redheads, they're loved and hated, right? A lot of redheads throughout history, well, the majority, if not all redheads, I would say have been pretty bold and, and pretty unconventional. And once I start to tell you who were redheads, you know, I don't even know if I want to admit all the people that throughout history that are redheads, but I also found during my research a lot of disliked people throughout history were slowly turned into redheads. I'm not sure how I feel about that one, but whatever, we'll ignore it for now. Anyways, you guys, I know you're all like, oh my god, redheads came from Ireland and Scotland, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? You're freaking wrong. You're wrong. Do you know where they came from? Anybody know where they originated from? Mm, bet you don't. Asia. They came from Asia. The ginger hair straight out of Asia. And you know who that would make a redhead? Any guesses? What big, powerful man who every single person in the world is related to, basically? Genghis Khan. He was a redhead and he had green eyes. So that man was laying seed all over the world. Not in the best way. We don't condone his actions, but he was doing it and he was spreading the ginger genes all over. Now you're probably like, well, why? What makes people have red hair? Okay. And I can tell you, it's a mutation of the MC1R gene. Which, which this gene fails to produce sun protective and skin darkening. You know, like melanin, there's two kinds of melanin. Femelanin and like eumelanin. So it doesn't, the mutation doesn't let it produce the human element. However you say that, I'm not a freaking scientist. Anyways, then it makes people have red hair, pale skin and freckles. So it's just this big old gene mutation. And they used to think it was just one gene that's mutated. But in actuality, it's like a bunch of different little genes. And so that means when two people come together, it's a recessive trait. So you'd have two recessive parents to have a little ginger. But you could have lots of different parts of the mutation on different genes and so on. And I saw that I could get tested on 23andMe and figure out if I have the genetic mutation, which isn't hard to figure out because I do have red hair, freckles, and pale skin. So, yeah. Also, 
there are children outside that are screaming. If you hear any screaming children, that's what they're doing. I don't know why they're doing it. Anyways, ignoring the screaming children, let me tell you something cool about the redheads. So they're all in Asia, right? And basically, they're pale. So the sun is burning them. So they moved to more cloudier regions. Ireland, Scotland, Nova Scotia, Scandinavia, those areas of the world, right? And they have a very heightened advantage being in the cloudier, grayer weather regions. Because they're pale, right? They get so much more sunlight. So in those weekend sunlight areas, they're able to produce more vitamin D than all the tan people, which lets them have stronger bones. And back in the day, which I don't know why it would change today, but back in the day when, you know, childbirth was performed in basically a stable with the animals like Mary went through, um, redheads had a greater chance of survival and they were much stronger during childbirth because they had stronger bones in the cloudier regions because they could get the sunlight and the tan people couldn't. Which makes me question if we were so good at giving childbirth and weren't dying like all the other people were, then why aren't there more gingers? I have no idea, but that's just a little, that's a cool fact I learned. Here, as we move throughout history, and you kind of look as I start to tell you who historically is a ginger and what people they also claim to be a ginger or who have been turned into gingers, I'll kind of give you a backstory of why. So if you look and think about redheads, right, it's a very, the, the media has made it to be very gender segregating between male redheads and female redheads. Let me explain what I'm talking about. Male redheads, they, well, are not very sexy. That's not my personal opinion. That's everybody's opinion as it's been throughout history. People don't think they're as sexy. A lot of times they look very ghost-like with their vibrant red hair and they're just, ugh. So, so the boys are getting really made fun of. Whereas the women, everyone thinks that we are very sexy. I mean, I'm not going to disagree, you know? Why would I disagree with that statement? But then that's just putting me into this, reaffirming the gender segregation of gingers. Who cares? I can gender segregate, I guess, with my own people. But I think being a redhead, I can do whatever I want. Sorry, boy redheads. There are very distinct few boy redheads, though, that I would put in the sexy category, but the majority are just, you know, yeah. But media also portrays that, not just not just my voice. Anyways, so then throughout history, you know one of the public figures? Well, there are two Bible figures not public figures, Bible figures who have been listed as gingers, which I don't really know if I want to share because it's kind of like, are you kidding me? Anyways, first biblical figure is a woman, Mary Magdalene. She has been kind of turned into a redhead. I cannot confirm nor deny. Some sources say she literally was. Other ones say she kind of has been evolved into be a redhead because of her sexual knowledge as a prostitute since women redheads are seen as sexy and so she has had this red hair mark versus mary and her cute little blue outfit so i don't know how i feel about that one 
now I'm kind of mad at the gender segregating. It's, it's, I don't know where I stand with it. And then also, you know, who else was a ginger, which people can't decide if he actually was or in lots of historical paintings and pictures, they just wanted to make him stand out from the other people was Judas, the betrayer of Jesus. They made him a redhead, which is a terrible image for our people. Just god awful. Are you kidding me? Already the men aren't sexy and now they have to betray Jesus. Like you could have made his hair blue or green. Don't don't put all the redheaded people in the category of the people who took Jesus down. That's not cool. Not not very cool. So that's those are some examples of the gender segregating. Also uh, who is that little, like, sexy redhead lady who's, like, a bunny? Jessica Rabbit. Well, she's not a bunny, but they made her a redhead. So I don't know how I feel about that either. Like, can we not just, like, you know, be cute and sexy, but we don't have to be, you know, like, the sexualized? I don't want to be the sexualized sexy. I don't know. It's it's just a bad image they're giving to the redheads. Here's something else strange in history. Cleopatra. Some say Cleopatra was a redhead. Now they will do this because along with being sexy, people say redhead women are kind of wild, crazy, fierce, you know, got big minds. They're big, powerful energies, which I think is great. I mean, I'm all of those things and more. But people have said that Cleopatra is one. Think about that, everyone. Cleopatra. Do we know she was like a tan Egyptian. Okay. She, it, the, one of the parts of being a redhead is that the mu genetic mutation causes you to have paler skin. You're not, there's no way. It doesn't, literally the article I was reading in the New York Times was like, people sometimes are not using their minds. She could not have been a redhead. But I did learn that Egyptians used to attempt to dye their hair with henna to give it more of a reddish color. So that is where it might have come from. But remember, when looking at historical figures, you kind of have to be pale to be a ginger. What's another bad issue with being a redhead that goes along with the pale skin? The risk of skin cancer. We are much, much more likely to get skin cancer, which is just kind of obvious. Once you're born with our skin, it's said that it's basically as if we've already had 21 years of sun exposure. So it's not looking great, which also makes me think that all the sunburns I've gotten, I just can't really do anything about it. It's inevitable. And you know what I learned that I'm actually really stoked about that now proves that I'm not crazy? People with red hair have a higher chance of dentist phobias because of the resistance we have to Novocaine. And I can accurately say that yes, Novocaine does not work for me. And I have a dental phobia, so I fit right in there with the category, which I think is perfect. I think it's perfect that I'm going with all of these redheaded stereotypes. Sexy, dental phobia, amazing, you know, all of those great qualities. And along with the Novocaine not working, we need 20% more anesthesia than all you blondes and brownheads. 20% more. So that's cool. As someone said to me literally at Pickleball two days ago, they said, 
the first thing. Oh my God, you're an anesthesiologist's worst nightmare. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And the best part of all, redheads are less likely to go gray than all of you guys. So have fun being gray and I'll keep being red. Those are some of the interesting facts I've learned. Let's get in to a deeper look at ancient people who have had red hair. Some more of the creepy boys and crazy girls. Who do we have? Christopher Columbus. Great. He's creepy and crazy boy. He had red hair. Just really, really great. King Henry, the one who separated the Catholic and Protestant church and yeah, did all that. He's crazy and creepy. It's great. Galileo, we like him. I'll take him. Smart. Gingers are smart. Queen Elizabeth, she was a baddie. Take that one. Vivaldi. So here, let me stop, pause before I get into Vivaldi. As I was researching the gingers of history, one thing that really spoke out to me on when I thought, yes, those people were definitely ginger because I didn't, you can't, you don't have pictures of a lot of the older people, right? So honestly, will I believe it? No. And to me, Strawberry Blonde is not really ginger in my book, right? I want some red hair, okay? Auburn, where it's almost brown, that also I don't really consider. So some of these people might be tiptoeing over the line. Now, when I was researching the ancient people, if they had a nickname referring to their red hair, you know that they were legit redheads. So Vivaldi, that pianist who played the Four Seasons... He was a Catholic priest also, if anyone didn't know. Little history for you. And they called him the Red Priest because of his red hair. So Vivaldi confirmed redhead. Now, which of our lovely founding fathers were redheads, you might ask? Oh, that's right, George President. The first wash George President. Oh my gosh, George Washington. Silly me. I got over, over my head so excited. George Washington, the first president of the United States, he was a redhead. And he powdered his hair white. I don't know why he would do that. That's ridiculous. Come on. We should... He... Basically, you guys... The gingers took over the world with Genghis Khan. Gingers take over the world in England with Henry. Taking over religion simultaneously by splitting the church. Then... Gingers take over America with George Washington. So, you know, there is a ginger society with plans on taking over the whole world. And I'm just showing you that we've been doing it for generations. Another person, Thomas Jefferson. I think he may have also been a president, but he was a founding father if he wasn't. He also powdered his hair white and wore wigs, but that was back in the day, I think, when they didn't really wash their hair, so they were stinky and had to, like, wear wigs so their hair didn't stink. Yeah. Who else? Vincent Van Gogh. He was a real one because he was nicknamed the red-headed madman after he cut off his ear. That's really cool. Creepy and crazy. Emily Dickinson and Mark Twain. We gingers can write and read. That's very good. My brother Joe Silva, he is studying classics at Princeton, so obviously he picked a good major. Here's someone, also another world leader taker over, Lenin. You know, the Russian? He lost his hair at 20, but he was indeed a redhead because you know where he came from? The Russian-Mongolian lineage. Because where are their roots? Genghis Khan. So, there you go. Lenin, 
redhead. We love it. Winston Churchill, his nickname was the Copper Knob. Sounds very British, eh? The Copper Knob. Imagine running around the streets and being like, hee hee hee, Copper Knob. I can't believe I was never not called that. I also read that Marilyn Monroe was a ginger, but she died at blonde. I, I feel like there should be pictures of her pre-blonde. But I, I didn't really do that much research because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I, I have the thought process that if you're not confident enough to be a ginger and you're going to go dye your hair and ruin your beautiful hair, then you're not a ginger. Okay. Now let's look at the faces of gingers in TV. One thing I've noticed, which a man on Reddit also noticed, was that many of the bullies, kind of crazy people and stuff in TV are depicted as gingers, like Children of the Corn, the head guy is a ginger. So there's a little bit of animosity, I think, towards gingers, but also a lot of famous people when they have their movies. Famous people who were gingers, they will make them not gingers. So I don't know what the deal is with the stigma around gingers, but you know who doesn't have a big stigma around gingers is Disney. Thank you, Disney. Disney, Disney has had a lot of ginger characters throughout the years. Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. He may not have a lot of hair, but he has a little flicker at the top of his triangle head. And he is super smart, so I'm proud, proud to be related to that ginger. Anna and Frozen. What a great, what a great film. Peter Pan. I forgot that he was a ginger. He's wearing all green, so he, he really is giving in to his ginger roots. We love that. Merida from Scotland, which is great. You know, a little representation to where gingers are. We love her flaming red hair. She's a baddie with her bow and arrow. But also, I feel like Disney, now we need to make a movie about gingers coming out of Southeast Asia and then taking over the entire world from Genghis Khan to Lenin to George Washington to Hen King Henry, like... I really think about it, you guys. I just put that connection together. Gingers are crazy. And of course, um, this is a bit of a controversial topic for myself. Ariel. Ariel is a ginger, right? We all know it. She's a redhead. And what physically makes up a redhead is our gene genetic mutation, specifically causing us to have pale skin, freckles, and red hair. I don't want to make any comments about the new upcoming Disney movie in which a character is cast as Ariel, but I I don't think she has the genetic mutation. And I'm kind of sad that, you know, one of the biggest representations of redheads is being taken away. Which, it's fine, but it's, I like, seriously, it's a ginger who's pale. But I guess it also kind of makes sense. Like, if you're going to be in the water all the time, you're probably going to be really sunburnt. Like, I feel like Ariel would have had to stay deep down in the water. To each their own Disney, I'll, I'm not going to make a big complaint about it because, you know, I feel like people might take it the wrong way. But I'm just taking it from the stance of a little old ginger girl who wants to see her gingers thrive. And they're not thriving. But whatever. Anyways, nowadays... Gingers make about 1 to 2% of the population. Gingers with red hair and green or blue eyes are much rarer than those with brown, so I'm not that rare, I guess. But we are not going extinct, contrary to popular opinion. 
So that is a blessing. And I hope you all know that we will continue to take over the world. We're not done. Also, the children outside that are screaming, I will promptly go shove them all into the pool because they're driving me absolutely crazy. Thank you, and tune in next time I go into a history of something else. If you want anything else historyized, text me. I'll, I can dip into the history of anything now. I feel confident that I'm a historian, and I enjoyed my brief bit of research on the beach before I fell asleep and then was able to talk about it for 20 minutes. Thank you, and on to the next. Okay, everyone, I'm so excited. It's BFFR time. If anyone follows the Instagram, you saw my new logo update for BFFR, aka be fucking for real. Sorry to my parents for cussing. Anyways, we have our first write-in. And by write-in, I mean my voicemail. A voicemail was left to me. And I'm not going to name the person yet. Maybe they'll name it in their thing. But also, if you know me or my friends, then everyone will probably recognize her voice. Uh, here, here we go. Hi, um, I would love to stay anonymous, but this is for BFFR, be fucking for real. Um, I just have the worst luck with boys because every time I find one that I like, they tell me that they're leaving for a month within the first week of me knowing them. This has happened on many occasions before and it has just happened to me once more. And I would just like to be fucking for real for a second. And like, what the hell is going on? I'm talking to this guy. I'm thinking it's going great. We're going to hang out. We're going to meet. It's going to be awesome. What does he drop on me? Oh, well, we got to hang out before Sunday because I leave for the Philippines for a month. Are you fucking kidding me? This has happened like four times that I could definitely name. Well. Wow. That was that was exquisite, and I have so many thoughts and comments. First of all, I kind of love the aesthetic of the voicemail sound in. I loved it. I'm here for it. To this person, I have a lot of different points. Point number one, it seems that you have a problem with people leaving. You know? Wow. Maybe you shouldn't talk to military men. Just get right to the point, okay? Obviously, they're all in the military if they're all leaving. So that's your first solution. I've had lots of friends throughout the years with this problem of boys leaving quickly and having to, you know, hang out and then they're gone for a month and then they're gone for six months because of different reasons. Step number one, um, I did have a friend who coerced a man who was leaving to borrow his beautiful gorgeous massive truck for the entire month he was gone so at least if you are going to talk to them profit off of them okay it's it's key to get reward and if you can get a truck that's great now i have noticed that every almost every single situation with these people doesn't work out but you know i have seen about two or three people where it does but you know to be honest with you, um, yeah, be fucking for real, boys. Why are you talking to people if you're going to leave? Because we all know that they just want companionship. We're not the freaking problem, right? You're not the problem. They're the problem. They're the ones who are on these dating apps trying to talk to people and coerce them and meet them, only to turn around and say, oh, I have to leave for a month. Don't you go out and have fun and talk to anybody else because I'm going to go sit in the desert with my buddies and we're going to put our dicks in our hands and twiddle them around. 
Like, you're not fucking doing anything out there. But they expect you to just sit around and wait for them and for you to, like, get a crush on them after hanging out with them and they're sweet-talking you and then they're like, bye. And then also they have all of these freaking problems because they're weird enlisted military men who, you know, have problems. It's just a lot of problems. So I think here's my solution for you. We need to be FFR with these men and you need to tell them right off the bat what you want. You need a lot of monetary compensation for your trouble of dealing with them. And by monetary compensation, it doesn't have to be cash in hand exactly. What I mean is you need to have fun. You need to be taken out, wined and dined. You need to be given flowers, sent money maybe while he's gone to go out and buy yourself a drink and to wine and dine yourself when he cannot, right? Those are the little things because we know he's not spending his money while he's out there in the desert. We all know that. So you should spend it for him. And if you're not getting any of those things, then it's not even worth it. And you need to tell people right away, I'm not talking to you if you have to leave for an extended period of time at the start of something. And that's my, that's my advice for BFFR. I hope that that was good. And I hope more people want to write in. I also uh, did take psychology as a major in college, so I'm basically a therapist. And also I'm a genius, so I give great advice. On that note, you all better give me a voicemail or shoot me a DM on the Instagram, catch me on the phone, and BFFR me with your problems. Because like I said, if I don't get one for next week, I'm going to have to make one up. And I don't know how I'm going to make one up for myself. And that won't be being fucking for real, will it? It will be fucking fake. For faking. Fuck. Jesus. Sorry. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. I have to go to confession now. Anyways, um, we're going to move right into Florida, man. I can't freaking control the universe, and I can't freaking control the fact that someone has been mowing their lawn for like an hour now. I can't deal with it anymore, and I need to record the podcast. So, fine. Be in the podcast, dumb lawnmower. Anyways, on to Florida, man. Florida, man, April 3rd. <clears throat> Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. April 3rd, 2017. Gosh, golly gee. Florida man charged with stabbing and killing ex-girlfriend with a sword. Oh, no. It, <laughs> sorry, this is terrible. I'm not laughing. Um, a 41-year-old man was arrested for stabbing his ex-girlfriend with a sword and then running her over with his truck. That's terrible. That's That's a terrible, terrible thing for a Florida man to do. All right, Florida man, April 4th. A Florida man steals an ambulance and does not make clean getaway. That's the headline. An ambulance was stolen from a hospital when the vehicle was left unattended as the crew was dropping off a patient. Trey jumped in and drove off, but he did not get that far. You know why? He got stuck in a whole bunch of mud. He took off on foot, but then the 29-year-old was taken into custody and was charged with GTA. So, nice try, buddy. Better luck never. All right, Florida man April 5th. Oh, wait, we have one from one day ago. <laughs> All right, Florida man April 5th, 2023. 
Florida man allegedly pulled out machete when karaoke song denied. Right off the bat, I have to say, hell yeah. Good. That would be my response, too. He was in a bar. Why would you take your machete to the bar, though? That's not great. Anyways, this man is 40 years old. And they said he had bloodshot eyes, was smelling strongly of alcohol. He had a concealed machete that he whipped out after his request to sing another karaoke song was denied. So that's not great. I mean, I'm not condoning it, but, you know, if they're not going to play your karaoke, they're not going to play your karaoke. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Oh, man. All right. April 6th. Florida man finds alligators getting to know each other as mating season heats up. Oh, my goodness. It's a picture of two alligators doing something very interesting. Let's see. Gordon Silver of Lakewood Ranch, Florida, was shocked to find two large alligators, in quotes, getting to know each other right in his backyard. He said, and I quote, these big dinosaurs are getting to know each other in a mating gesture. All right, buddy. Officials warned of aggressive alligators during this time of year. While they fall in love, they're not being going to be very affectionate with you. They might try to eat you even though they're mating with each other. And did you know that alligators do eat each other? The biggest alligators will eat smaller alligators. When the alligators have their little tiny babies, other alligators will try to eat them. So that's a whole thing. Not great. Last but not least, Florida man April 7th. Lawsuit against local government to keep a giant Super Mario inflatable outside of store. A Florida man filed a lawsuit against the local town ordinance because they wanted him to take down his giant Super Mario inflatable figure outside of his business. It was 10 feet tall. Well, how do we feel about the Florida Man of the Week, everyone? Who do we think was, who do we think was the best Florida man? The machete? Machete guy? Machete at karaoke or the man witnessing the frisky alligators in the backyard? I'm thinking machete koki. I'm thinking Machete Karaoke wins Florida Man of the Week. Just my personal opinions. But it seems like everyone's liking Florida Man, so I'll keep doing that. It's a good little giggle time. All right, everybody, and we have one TBH for the week. Sydney Pittenger. <clears throat> TBH. You're, like, really cool and fun, and you're my best friend. But honestly, I think that there's always going to be a bit of a division because you're not a redhead. And that's just the way it goes on a whole lot of ginger. I can't TBH you without pointing out the fact that you'll just never be as cool as me because I'm a ginger and you're not. But I know you do the best that you can. So I love you. Anyways, you guys, that is, that's all for this week. That's everything I got. Everything I needed to say and do. Sorry about the neighbors being noisy. But I'm happy that I got to do this. I'm happy to those of you that are still listening. Views are hovering right around 30. But in good news, if you didn't see on the Instagram, we hit 500 listens overall. My podcast has been played 500 times. That's insane. So thank you all. And I really appreciate it. And we'll see. Maybe one day I'll get big and famous. You never know. And remember, gingers do it best. Goodbye.